0: i love you truly truly uh, okay enough you know i love you that's why we do the podcast because I, I love you i just love you uh it's a love fest here welcome to the podcast the harlan highway podcast i am harlan williams your hostess with the mostess. and uh what a show today my friends um We're going to be talking about, um, you ever get people trying to direct you while you drive and it's annoying as all ass hair? Well, we're going to get into that world. Uh, also, um, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask you about a weird thing that I have, a weird, like, kind of habit that I have that, uh, I don't know if it's a hobby or if it's an obsession or a, uh, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to ask you about uh about it. I can't even tell you about it, but it's weird. It will be in the question of the day, and also we're going to talk about sex and hooking up. And how do you hook up nowadays? And what what is the protocol and wh- where is it at? Where is it emotionally and psychologically and how is it done compared to how it was done years ago when I was a kid? We're going to find out real sexy on the Harland Highway! You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. I am out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It's like I picked the wrong week. To quit smoking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. It's like I took the wrong week. To quit drinking. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. I'd buy that for a dollar. (laughs) What was it we had for dinner tonight? Well, we had a choice. Steak, fish. Yes, yes, I remember. I had lasagna. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. That is thought for Samantha things say. Welcome to the Harland Highway. picked the wrong week to quit Oh, yeah, there it is. The new intro. The brand new intro, I hope you like it, gang. Uh, You know, I try to uh, replace them every so often. You know, put together a new intro to keep things fresh. Um, But uh, enough about the new intro. You either like it or you don't. It's what we got for the next little while. I like it. Uh, But more importantly... I think we better get right to the Harland Highway question of the day. The Harland Highway question of the day. Okay, here it is. The question of the day is, why do I, Harland Williams, enjoy taking lint out of the lint trap? What? I know. It's it's very strange. You know that lint trap in your dryer? And, uh, y- you know, you pull it out, and it's just full of fuzzy wuzzies. Look at all the fuzzy wuzzies in my lint trap. Oh, I got fuzzy wuzzies. It's like a fuzzy wuzzy diaper in there. Oh, my God. Look at it. It's like Elvis's sideburn in the, in the lint trap. Good Lord. Heavens to Murgatroyd, even. Look at all the lint in the lint trap, even. Like, look at all the lint and the lint trap scoob. Like, look at all the lint scoob. So, I don't know what it is, but there's something about it. And it just occurred to me the other day when I was cleaning it that it's kind of fun. Isn't that stupid? It, it, it is like a trap. It's like a minnow trap. It's like a bear trap. It's like a beaver trap. It's like a wolf trap. It's like you set a trap, and then you go away, and you wonder, and you get excited. You go, what'd I get? What'd they get in my trap? Because a trap is like a sneaky thing, right? You, you catch things in a trap. And when you set a trap... It can even be psychological, it can be a prank on a friend, it can be a glue on a toilet seat or, or water bucket over the door. It's a trap. And so there's a there's a level of anticipation when you, you set up a trap. And I didn't even realize I'm setting up a trap for Lint. Who, who, who cares about Lint? I should be figuring out how to trap more dollars in my wallet or, uh, you know, trap a Victoria's Secret model, spin a spider web and see if I can catch one. Well, she flies into it with her wings. What am I doing? I'm sitting around trapping lint. What's the upside to that? Well, here's the upside I like it. I, I, like, I like opening the lint trap and going, gee, I wonder what it's going to be like. Ooh, my lint trap! Ooh, I wonder how thick it's gonna be. Gosh, Wren, I wonder what my lint trap looks like, Ren. Stimpy, you idiot! Gosh, I hope. I wonder what color my lint trap will be, Lin. <laughs> like I always wonder what color it's. It's always different. Sometimes it's purple. Sometimes it's white. Sometimes it's red. Sometimes it's half and half. It'll be like white at the top and then beautifully fade into like a blue or a purple. Sometimes a yellow. It's like, it's like, it's like a rainbow trap is what it is. Oh, oh, look at my rainbow trap. I washed my jeans and my sweater and my undershirt and my underpants. And look, somehow I trapped a rainbow. And what's that yellow color that used to be in my underpants? All right. I don't know what the tribal thing was. <laughs> um, and then you you got to go, how big is it? Because sometimes your lint, your lint, it only comes like halfway up the lint trap. Or sometimes it fills the whole thing. Or sometimes you forget to uh, clean out your lint trap, and you let it ride for like three or four loads of drying, and your lint trap, you open it up, and it's like, oh my God, Santa Claus's beard. Oh my God. I did some laundry, and now I've got Santa Claus's beard. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, lint trap. Ho, 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 ho. It's crazy, man. But it's beyond the visual. It's the texture. I like, I like, the, there's all these things that go on. I like touching it. It's soft. It's like rubbing a teddy bear's bottom. Heavens to Murgatroyd. He's rubbing a teddy bear's bottom. Hey, boo-boo, Yogi Bear here. Um, or it's like, it's like stroking Elvis's sideburn. Or I don't know. It's like little baby hairs. Somebody threw a baby in a dryer and all its little fuzzy white hairs came off and made like a, made me a baby scarf. Ooh, it's cold outside. I better put on my baby hair scarf. Oh. Boy, this is getting weird, isn't it? Who knew I'd get so excited about my lint trap? But but here's the here's the real pièce de résistance. Here's where the lint trap not only is beautiful and fuzzy but it's a challenge it's like a rubik's cube it's a physical challenge wherein you have to grab the lint you have to peel elvis's sideburn out of your lint trap and you get you got to try and you, you have a challenge it's like can i pull the lint the lint scarf off in one one pull can i do it without breaking the lint scarf little lint blanket if there's a mouse in this house I'm gonna find your little nest and give you a lint blanket that's right so you 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 pull the lint out and you try to get one big piece it's like it's like slowly pulling off a band-aid got it I got a lint I got a it's a four-footer Oh, my God, I got a four-foot lint scarf right here. Holy Christ, I got a seven-foot Santa Claus beard. Somebody give me an award over here. I got a nine-foot Elvis sideburn lint trap here. It's a Christmas miracle. I got Sandy Claus's uh, beard here. Oh, oh, oh. But it's that texture in the fingers. And, and then here's the that sad thing. You just you, you, you throw it away in the garbage. You just throw it away, this, this wonderful, soft, like, I mean, if you could knit a blanket out of this stuff, you, if you could sew it together and make a lint shirt or a, a lint business suit, something. It's just a waste. It's like, it, you know, it all came from your clothing. So in reality, it's little pieces of your clothing. It's like if you threw your shirt and your jeans and your underpants and your socks in a blender and made a smoothie. The lint trap makes lint smoothies. Now, you don't throw a smoothie away. So why are you throwing your lint away? That's a that's a he- fine, healthy lint smoothie right there. You eat gobble that up. But then there's also, here's the negative side of the lint trap experience. When you peel your Elvis sideburn out of the lint trap, or whether your lint trap's round and it's like a lint pizza or a lint pancake, whatever shape your lint trap is, that's the other thing. They come in many shapes, wonderful lint shapes. Oh, my God, look at my lint trap. It's an octagon. Oh, my God, I'm going to make a lintagon. Who wants a lintagon? You can throw it like a karate star. Um, but when you pull the lint out, if you do it in the light, you can see all kinds of little lint fairies come up. Little tiny particles and molecules of floating lint. Up in the air, floating baby hairs. Up in the air, going up your nose, and then you—you you gotta wear a, like a SARS mask to remove the lint from your lint trap. It's a little, uh, it's a little uh, weird. All the—it's like suddenly it's a biohazard. He's removing the lint from the lint trap. Oh, my God, there's a lint cloud floating around his face. <gasps> he's just taking three deep breaths, and, oh, his lungs have closed up. He's having a seizure, and he's having a lint attack. He's dead. Well, wrap him in lint and put him in the ground. Uh, so there you go, gang. That's my big question. Are you, are you guys attracted to your lint shop, and maybe it's something you never thought about. But now, the next time you do your linting, <laughs> when you go to your linting, your weekly linting or whatever it is, is that even... A, maybe I made up a new word. Going to do the linting. La la la, my favorite hobby. Next time you do your linting, think about it. Don't force yourself to like it, but while you're doing it, going, is there something oddly pleasurable about this? It's just... It's one of those mundane tasks you never think of, but yet it's there's something so tender and soft and gentle about taking lint out of the lint trap. My fingers are all soft and fuzzy. It makes my mind all soft and fuzzy. I don't know. You know they have those uh, things at Ikea, those ball pits where the kids jump in all the balls? We should we should have lint pits in our home where you just throw the lint instead of throwing it in the garbage. You make a big like a sandbox and fill it with lint lint rags, lint scarves. And whenever you're having a bad day or you're depressed or you're upset or you're frustrated and you're mad, I can't take it anymore. I just can't take it. I'm gonna jump into my lint trap. Oh yeah. You just jump in your lint and roll around. Just roll around like Winnie the Pooh and Honey. La, I'm just a little black lint crowd hovering over my lint bin. Oh, bother. Oh, stuff and fluff. Yeah. So there you go. Weird question of the day. If you want to share your lint thoughts with me, which is something I never thought I'd say in my life. Hey, uh, you guys want to get together and talk Lint or uh, what's up? It's the 12 days of Lint, man. Let's let's get together and let's really hash out this Lint stuff. We need to, you know what, we need to sit down and we need to have a Lint talk right now. Okay? Okay. So if you want to leave me any uh, thoughts on your Lint, whether I'm the only weird, maybe I, we need a Lint Synonymous or something. You can leave me a phone message at 323-739-4330. And maybe you just want to comment on what a whack job I am for my little pleasures. Or maybe you want to tell me about your little pleasures. Maybe you have a weird little pleasure that is so off the beaten track like my lint thing. I would love to hear what you guys are like obsessed with or... Something that seems ridiculous, but yet you like it, you derive pleasure from it. Maybe maybe you like changing your oil in your car or truck. You like cleaning the oil off your dipstick. Uh- oh, wait a minute. Here we go. No. um <laughs> I don't know. I'd love to hear if you guys have an odd little thing that that turns your crank. You can uh, call me, 323-739-4330. Come on, Pavement Pounders. Don't leave me dangling out here like I'm the weird one. Y- you're listening to my podcast. you got to be weirder than me. <laughs> so let's let's hear it. Or if you're too ashamed to leave a voicemail and you want to just write me, you can write me at harlanwilliams.com. And uh, let's, let's hear what you have to say about weird Linty things. So there you go, that's the Harlan Highway question of the day. Why do I like Lint? The Harlan Highway Question of the Day. All right, moving on. Um let's talk about hooking up. That's right. I said it. Hooking up. We've all done it. You've all done it. At least most of you have done it, I think. Um, and if you haven't, you should. Um, but um, let's talk about the the process, the, the art of hooking up, because I think it's changed a lot. It's changed a hell of a lot. It's gone from a... An endeavor or a practice or a ritual, whatever you want to call it, of maybe kind of segueing into having sex, having the the full uh, experience of hooking up with another individual. I think uh, back in the day when I was growing up, there was this thing called... um, you know, getting to the bases, and basically it's like you'd take a girl out, you'd date her, maybe second or third date you'd kiss, that was like first base, second base was you got your hands on some boobage, third base was you got your hands on some of that magical area between the legs. And getting all the way home was the intercourse, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the intercourse. Um, and uh, it, was a, it was a big deal, you know. And often you'd hear guys, hey, man, how'd you do on the weekend? Like, did you get to a second base? Did you get to third base? And getting to home base was a big deal. I mean, you know. When I was growing up in the uh, in the seventies and the eighties, God, I'm old. <laughs> it was uh, it was a, it was a thing, you know. It was a process. You, you 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 know. I think not for everybody. Some guys and girls got lucky and got what they wanted right out of the gate. But I think for most uh, youngsters, it was a little more of a uh, you know a step by step sex program. And uh, I think the whole art or the whole concept of getting to the bases is probably dead. I mean, nowadays I think people like hook up immediately. A buddy of mine uh, made me aware of an of an expression: uh, DTF. And pardon my French, ladies and gentlemen, but DTF are the code words for down to fuck. Okay. And a buddy of mine told me that there's times when he just texts girls or he meets girls online or whatever. And after a few short conversations on the uh, cell phone or the computer, they're just like, hey, DTF? I mean, he's, he's told me that it's been that, that brash. And I go, what are you talking about? That's not really Goes, Dude, what, what are you, behind the times? That's what everybody's doing. Nobody, like, uh, goes through the dating process anymore. It's it's DTF. Hi, I just met you online. DTF? Okay, I'd love to DTF. How about Motel 6? Well, they will leave the light on for us. Uh, T-L-O-F-Y. Leave the light on for you to DTF. <laughs> God. So, uh... I don't know. It, it's a it's a funny place in the culture where we're at. And, you know, there's probably still the odd bird that refers to getting to all the bases out there. But uh, I want to give you a little flashback moment that I think's nostalgic. It's fun. It's kind of cool. And it's probably the only time where maybe rock and roll intersected with baseball in a sexual way. Uh, And there's a great song that came out in the 70s. And I know I'm dating myself here, but I think you'll appreciate this. I think you'll like this. It was by a guy named Meatloaf, big fat guy. And his name was Meatloaf. And he did a song called Paradise by the Dashboard Light, which implies, you know, having sex in the car or whatever. But the song's really about this, this couple. It's a duet and they're singing about getting it on and, you know, he he wants to get it on and she's like, well, I'll let you, but are you going to love me forever? Are you going to marry me? And that's kind of the way it was back then. If it, You, you kind of like, you didn't do it in, unless you really love somebody. That was the mindset. It's like, well, we can't have sex unless we love each other. Whereas today it's like, um. Hey, there's a janitor's closet over there. Do you think we could go get it on? Yeah. Okay. So I want to play you this little clip, and uh, it it's it's a really cool clip because it's uh, it's like I said, it's where rock and roll meets baseball, and they got an actual baseball announcer, I believe, to uh, overlay this uh, this play by play in the middle of the song. And, obviously, it's referring about uh, the step-by-step process of a guy making it all the way home to have sex. And, uh, let's play it. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to play you the part. This is in the middle of the song. And, uh, I'll play you this part and then tell you about the rest of the song on the other side. Here it is. uh, The play-by-play. Young man in the 70s and the 80s trying to get to home base as featured in Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meat All. He's going to drive the second. The ball is bottled out center, and here comes the throw, and what a throw. He's going to slide in head first. Here he comes. Inside, Here he comes, play. Gonna be close. here's the throw. Here's the holy right will you love me forever do you need me will you never leave me I gotta know okay so there it is uh and um you know like I said it it's uh It's, uh, you know, you got to love me before you get to the goodies. And so my question is, do do you guys still feel like the whole love element should be in play before you get nasty or naughty with uh, the person you're with? Or is everyone just in a place where it's like, ah, screw it. It's like turning on the TV and, and watching a show. Yeah you, you decide to get naked and you go at it and you say good night and you know maybe we'll do it again. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but you gotta admit there's a kind of a, a charm and an innocence and a uh I don't know, uh a, a, a bit of chivalry to the whole you know Working your way up there, wooing a woman, taking her out on dates. I mean, most kids are probably like, God, all these, God, this is the seventh time I've seen her. Why haven't we done it already? Why couldn't we have just done it that first night when I picked her up at her parents' house and we just ran in her tool shed and did it in the wheelbarrow? God. How many McDonald's Big Macs and fries do I have to sit through before I get some? Doesn't she know my pimples are popping? (laughs) So there you go. And if you want to uh, check out the rest of the song, it's actually a really cool song. Um, Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meatloaf. Uh, Might be worth a download. Um, It's a lot of fun. And uh, on top of it, it's a kick-ass song. So there you go. I'll, uh, I'll take a little break here, and uh, i got to make some phone calls and see if anybody's uh, DTF during the break. Roger, throw to a commercial, buddy. Fresh is a walk through the woods on an early spring morning. Fresh is a gentle breeze that takes you by surprise. Fresh is simple with Summer's Eve, the most convenient disposable douche you can buy. This exclusive one-piece unit means there's nothing to assemble. And it's available in two fragrances, or vinegar and water. The solution doctors recommend. With Summer's Eve, freshness has never been simpler. I'll tell you what is simple, though. Minding your own business is simple. This this happened to me the other day, and uh, let me know if this has happened to you, Wildcats. Um, You ever have one of these situations where you're driving... You're driving around and maybe you accidentally roll through a stop sign or you took a turn too quickly or you went over a speed bump too fast or something, something related to your driving skills. And there's someone like standing on the side of the road or there's someone in another vehicle and they go berserk. They start waving their arms and miming stuff and yelling and... You can't go through that stop sign like that! Ah! Suddenly they're like driving school teachers or they're the police. They're the citizens' police or something. This is what happened to me the other day. I was uh, I was going down uh, this, this road in a community, and they put speed bumps up, which are the most annoying things on the planet. If I lived on a street and there was a speed bump a bunch of speed bumps put up, I'd move, man. I'd be like, I don't want to, every time I come home, I don't want to, like, go through an obstacle course with my car. I I just want a nice, smooth ride and pull in my driveway. I don't want to have to slow down and speed up and go over a giant bump and then down again. I'd rather have my kids get hit by a car than go through this. So anyways, I'm going through this community, and of course, whenever there's speed bumps, they're like, speed bumps ahead. Speed limit, three. Right? They think because there's speed bumps, they want you to like slow down, like go negative. They're like, speed bumps ahead. Please put your car in neutral, get out and push it down the road until you get through the speed bumps. We cannot have you going fast. And what's interesting is speed bumps uh, are very different. Some speed bumps are are tight and high and rounded and you really do have to slow down when you go over them or you're going to like rip out your undercarriage. And then some speed bumps are a joke. They're like five feet long and they're kind of flat and they're almost not that much difference from different from going up over a little hill. They're smooth and they're, they they don't really cause much impact at all. So I was in one of those neighborhoods where they had the great big speed bumps that were like five feet long, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to slow down to twenty miles an hour. So I'm cruising over these speed bumps at probably double the speed at forty. I'm in a big SUV. And I'm like, whoopee-doo, womp, womp, womp. I'm going over them. And here comes some guy in his truck pulling out of his driveway. Or some guy, in a, it was like an electrical vehicle, like some guy was uh, doing some contract work at someone's house. And he pulls out of the driveway. He's, he's coming out face first. So he's not backing out. He's coming out with his his front end first. And he sees me coming, and he sees I've got a little bit of speed. I'm not, like, tearing through the neighborhood, but... I'm probably going a little bit faster than I should. And uh, I come up towards the speed bump, and suddenly I see this guy with a beard, this older guy in a beard, sitting in his yellow electric truck. And it's like suddenly I'm watching a production of Shakespeare in the park. I mean, I've never seen so many antics and, and mimes and... Body language. It's like this guy was auditioning for Cirque du Soleil as he's like waving his arms and pointing, and he's exasperated and he's like, he's yelling, and his face is contorted, and he's pointing out his window. And. I felt like if I could just go inside his truck in that moment, I would hear, Hey, what the hell are you doing? There's a speed bump here. What are you doing? Slow down. Oh my God. There's children in the neighborhood. You're going to screw up your truck. Come on. Slow down. What are you doing? Right? I just, I could almost hear the guy yelling and screaming. And he, he was so worked up over this little speed bump. And I'm just—I got so annoyed. I was like, "Come on, dude, chill out. Who are you? What are you, the director of Planet Earth? What do—what does God drive an electric truck?" Settle down there, uh, Nelly Furtado. God, the hell! It looked like this guy it looked like a vein in his temple was gonna pop, and like blood was gonna start spurting out, and he was just gonna be like having a convulsion and a seizure in the front seat. Well, I. Wailed over a speed bump that was way too big. His arms flying around, almost, almost like, uh, you know, like if, if you were standing in a, uh, in a field and a plane was coming in for a crash and some guy stood up in the field and started waving his arms going, no, no, don't crash here, no. It's just like ridiculous reaction from this guy. So uh, everybody, just calm down. It's not like you can change it. It's not like, you know, w- once you kind of come up on these people, the moment is there. Like you've already got your speed, you've already got your intention, you've already got your momentum. It's not like you can just like slam on the brakes in that nanosecond. And also, you're confused by the person. You get, Wait, what? Why is this person? Who? What are they? Who is this? Why are they? Why are they yelling and waving? And, uh, and then by the time you commit your your heinous act, you figure it out. You go, oh, that's some weirdo who's got a pickle up his butt. Mr. Anal here doesn't want anybody having any uh, driving infractions, at least not on his street. And then you go, oh, that that's that guy. Well, too bad. I've already passed you, dude. Have fun yelling. I'll see you at the stroke ward at uh, our mother of St. Traffic Cone. How about that? So everybody, just relax. If you got a real problem, if someone's like tearing through your neighborhood at 900 miles an hour with their car on fire, and their their head is like a flaming skull, and there's a baby tied to the roof screaming with a pitchfork through its belly, Okay, call the police or something, but outside of that, M-Y-O-B. Mind your own business. And P.S., are you DTF? Life itself seems lunatic. Who knows where madness lies? Perhaps to be too practical is madness. To surrender dreams, this may be madness. To seek treasure where there is only trash. Too much sanity may be madness maddest of all to see life as it is and not as it should be yes i totally agree old boy well that uh, that brings us to the end of the show with a ranting raving uh you know crazy uh traffic thing um but let's talk about uh what's coming up oh my gosh oh my golly hey don't forget uh you can catch me this saturday Okay, if you're on the east coast of Canada, uh in New Brunswick in Moncton, New Brunswick. I'm going to be flying out there to do a comedy festival called the Hubcap Comedy Festival. And uh going to be doing a great big theater out there. You can go to harlowilliams.com and get the ticket information on my stand-up comedy schedule. Uh John Wing Jr will be on the bill with me and uh it's going to be a really uh good time, really good show. So get your tickets. It's probably going to sell the hell out. And we're going to have a blast. Um also uh the following week if you're in Los Angeles, uh, I will be at the Ontario Improv, not Ontario Canada, Ontario California, which is just outside of Los Angeles. Uh, I'm going to be there February 13th to the 16th uh, doing the old stand-up. So please come on by and uh, catch the kid doing his shtick down there. Uh, we're going to have a really good time. Um, and then uh, what else is coming up? Uh, boy, oh, boy. I guess uh, in San- in uh, early, uh, late February... Uh, I'll be down in San Diego at the American Comedy Company in San Diego. That's uh, that's going to be February 27th to March 2nd. I love that club. Great club down there. Great crowd. Great city. So uh, come on down to the American Comedy Club in San Diego at the end of February the 27th. Again, all these comedy dates you can find on my website at harlowilliams.com. While you're there, check out the uh, Harlan Highway uh, store. We have uh, DVDs. We have music. We have uh, we have artwork. We have T-shirts. All kinds of wild stuff. So uh, please um, get in there and uh, buy some stuff that will make you laugh, Lerdles and Nerdleblurgans. Uh, please subscribe while you're there to my uh, YouTube channel. All you got to do is hit subscribe, and we are working on a lot of goofy, funny videos. It's totally free. Um, you can uh, you can uh, hit the subscribe button on my uh, website page, harlowilliams.com, and you'll get all these wacky videos. Also, while you're there, you're going to see an Amazon link. Uh, if you happen to be wanting to buy anything on Amazon, go to HarlanWilliams.com and get to Amazon by clicking on it through my website and uh they actually kick us back a few little bucks and that just helps you know throws a little bone our way here at the harland highway to cover uh some expenses and stuff as you know i don't really have sponsors so uh that would be a you know big help to uh to make a get a little bit of dough coming this way um And uh, so, yeah, Amazon.com at harlemwilliams.com. Click on the link. Tell your friends about the highway, ladies and gentlemen. And, um, you know, we want to get everybody on here listening, having a laugh. Um, And also check out All Things Comedy, uh, atc.com. That's the comedy uh, podcast network where you can also find this uh, podcast along with uh, many other ones. And there you go. That's all we have time for today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, And make sure you uh, check out my new movie, Uh, Back in the Day. You can download it on iTunes. Really funny uh, new movie about a high school reunion. And me and my buddies getting into trouble there. So check it out. And uh, until next time, I'll see you by the dashboard light. Having a big bowl of chicken. Chowman, baby. Here he comes. Three players. want going to be close. Here's the throw. Here's the play at the place. Holy cow, I think he's going to make it. Scout brother. i got to know right now. Before we go in. And-